Alright, well, ready? Yes. Hi, y'all. Hello, everyone. We are BBL. We are groundbroken laughing. That shit is not going to change anytime soon. In fact, let me be real. I've been so broke that I checked my account this morning and I had $2 in my account. So if we have any people out there listening and you would like to, um, I don't know, sponsor us, just send us $5. We have Venmo so we can at least get some coffee to prepare for these episodes because the bitch is tired. Yeah. I also so broke. I applied for unemployment. That was fun. Oh, how was that? It was, it it took the whole day just to apply for some damn government aid. Let me tell you after, okay. When you work in like an administrative role for a while, like a coordinator role, like every little like inconvenience in other jobs is so annoying, Mm. especially like when it's more important, like you are a government like thing. You should have your shit easy. It shouldn't be so difficult for the government. You know, but I got it. Hopefully, I I think it's confirmed. I didn't lie or anything, so I guess I will know in like a week or two if I get it. But if I, but then yeah, that would make life easier for me. Yeah, for sure, especially for like rent and bills and stuff. So yeah, it's um. I know Illinois doesn't make it easy for people. I've seen some people apply for unemployment. I know Kevin was one of those people and. Yo, I think, I don't know if it's the way they structure questions or just the information they need from you, but they complicate it for no reason. Just an example of one inconvenient thing. So first you apply um, for the unemployment and then you have to upload your, a resume to the job link site because they want to, they want proof that you're like applying to jobs. So, so they want you to, if you don't apply to the resume by the time you get this like letter in the mail, which I guess confirms your unemployment, whatever, then you won't get the unemployment because it's like, well, you're not applying for jobs. But, and they, and then when you get, when you finish your unemployment application, then you get an email, you know, the, the username for this new account you're, you're going to sign up for, for your job link account. And then when I tried, it wasn't working. And they told you to use your same password you used to get the unemployment. Didn't work. So I called to help. And then I told her, oh yeah, I used the username you guys gave me. And then my password, oh, she said, oh yeah, that never works. I'll give you something else. If it doesn't work, why would you just it. set it up? Yeah. What the yes. Heck? So that took like my entire time. And I, I think that I did that on Friday. Yeah, Friday. And um, my dad just came back from Amsterdam. So uh, we had like a late Father's Day celebration. So we went out. And then during dinner, I was just like, like, are you, you like hey, I'm just, I'm tired <laughs> on the phone with people all day. No, I get that. You got the itis. Yeah, I feel like this week, uh, this weekend, I've been super social. We actually, this afternoon, Kevin got us tickets to go see the Sox, the White Sox play the Red Sox, the White Sox won. Woo! Um, woo! But yeah. girl, I was really hungry. And then I had three tacos before this. And I was about to knock out until you oh. texted me. And I was like, thank you, Angie, for answering my prayers, which was simply. 10 more minutes of me just laying on this couch because yes. I needed to. Um, yeah. But then you have Zoom, who's always giving us issues. Zoom, I don't know if you listen to this podcast. I'm sure you don't. But one day, if you come across it, can y'all make it easier for people who actually have podcasts and are broke to not have to purchase a membership for this shit to last more than 40 minutes? Mm-hmm. I feel like the pandemic has really made some organizations greedy as fuck. And one of those people is Zoom. Mm-hmm. And Netflix, yes. if you think about it, yeah. 
also I think I think it's kind of, I think it's not normal to record on Zoom for podcasts. I feel like is it, well, no, no people, it is people normal. Okay, oh, yeah, you're right. People do that. I mean, people do it on YouTube, but I mean, regardless, yeah, yeah. it's still pretty normal. Like, you mean to tell me that in order to have a meeting with someone, I need to pay what like fifteen dollars a month? Bitch, that's more than no, that's still less than my copay, but that's a copay right there. You got a little coffee over there. That looks bougie. That's so cute. ASMR. Is there ice in that? Yes, I'm I'm drinking iced coffee, French roast, um, with almond milk. I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't hear the Hey, just before we forget, can we make sure that your mic is um at a good volume just so that we can hear you? I did all the tests already, like 15 minutes of testing. So it should work. Dope. And and hopefully this is the episode where the mics are perfect. Usually we have no mic and everything's fine. And then we have a (laughs) mic, one person's mic is not working or none of them are working. And then, yeah, so hopefully this this one works. Episode nine. I feel like we've been on the random random streak here. So, yeah, I think from now on, I think we should stop saying it random because I think that's just what all our episodes are going to be from now on. I think it's just... It's you know it's it's more authentic. I think people just like like to hear people have conversations. It doesn't have to be yeah, fucking, fucking chismosas out there. Welcome. You're well, you're welcome. We give you're the chismosas uh, something to listen to. Yeah, you're allowed to like budge in and listen to our combo. Mm-hmm. Um, but yo, yeah, no, fam, I've been tired. Plus, like allergies have been killing me for like the last um, three weeks, almost a month, like. I've had this really weird irritation in my throat. Here's the thing. I always go through medical shit. I feel like y'all are going to discover this sooner or later. I went to the doctor. I went to the minute clinic on Juneteenth. So it was last Monday. And they were like, it's not an infection. It's not strep. You don't have a fever. They're like, we're going to have to do like, um, they wanted my saliva for like to see what sort of bacteria I might have. But even the doctor was like, but it's not that. You just have really bad allergies. And so a girl's been struggling. Have you been taking medication for your allergies? Just clear it in, and then I gotta go pick up my nasal spray. Yeah, because um, it's just one side where it's just really, really itchy, and it's not like it's not a sore throat because it doesn't hurt or anything. It's just red and irritated. It's fucking weird. I always get the weird shit. Yeah. Um, and then to top it off, like I have asthma, so like sometimes it gets hard to breathe. And I feel like I might be allergic to something that I'm not aware of, but it's just targeting my throat. So that's what I've been struggling with this week. And I'm just like, mm. and then work has been rough because like people are taking vacations. So I had to step in um, and go to the office. And it sucks because like I had to go back in person tomorrow. I usually on my home three. No, I work from home two out of the five days. That's a fucking lie. I work from home three out of the five days. So that means I'm in the office only. Girl, I don't know. Look, y'all, it's been a day. All that to say, <laughs> I'm in the office for three times out of the week. And I budget for that when it comes to CTA. Mm-hmm. So because I was there almost every single day last week, I checked today, girl, I only had a dollar left in my Ventra. Like, it's going to be a rough ass week. Yeah, I over, I over, I, I passed my credit limit, mm. my credit card. So I'm just like been trying to pay it off a little bit to, so I can have some room there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's getting rough. Like I, I also just like I have everything I needed at home, but at the same time, it's like 
I want to go out. I want to live life. I'm tired of being home. Like if I want to go out, think about, okay, what would this take for me to get home? Like, like last night I went to an improv show just because I wanted to get out of the house. Yeah. And it was really nice. I talked to some of the improvisers there because I'm trying to get back out there and talk to people. Yeah. And, and, and then I realized, oh, we have to take an Uber home, which is probably why I haven't really done improv much because everything related to comedy or improv that I've done before is always so up north and I don't drive. And everything happens at night. So if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to have to pay Ubers to, to go out. Like, And I can't afford to do like a $40 Uber a day. or Yeah, every, that's So it, it's a lot. But yeah, I wish we had more energy. Actually, I had energy this morning. I don't know. Well, I woke up late as usual. Uh, <laughs> around 11 or so. And I, had a, like, I was feeling myself this morning. Because you know how like, when you wake up, you usually look like a mess when you wake up. Well, I woke up and I'm walked past, uh, oh, by the way, I'm going to say my mirror. But remember when you told me I have two mirrors in my room and I should I should move one of them? I did. Yeah, okay. Hold on. I did to move our speakers it. out there. Hold on. To our speakers out there. Not our speakers, our listeners. This is when you know a bitch is tired. I'm sorry, y'all. So to our listeners out there, I don't know if y'all have heard this, but haven't y'all heard that it's like bad luck or like bad deja vu? Not bad Apparently you open the spirit world when you put two mirrors in front of each other. So Angie, when she moved into this new apartment in her bedroom, she has a makeup mirror facing a small mirror, like a hand. It's still a mirror, boom. It's still a mirror. And it's facing another mirror. And like straight up, our friend Megan and I, we were both like, this is bad juju. Like, don't do this. So it's only been two months, and I'm really glad to hear that you've changed it. What what sparked the change? Well, you my met dad, a ghost. My, no, my <laughs> if I if I did, you would know about it a lot sooner. No, but like I told my dad because I, I was like, "Have you heard of that?" He's like, "No, I haven't before." But he was like, from a feng shui perspective, it makes sense, like because something with energies and things like that. So when I hear about energies, it makes sense to me. Ghosts, I'm like, I don't. I'm like, whatever. I never heard of this in my life. But, you know, I I, I don't I haven't noticed a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I so I just moved that mirror to my closet. And but when I so but there's no mirror, other mirrors in my closet. It's just my closet. Mm-hmm. So that's not any. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So no portals will be passing through, whatever. But back to my story. I left my room and you know, sometimes I usually I usually sleep in like a sweater and pants, but this time I had like a little crop top and then I just had my underwear on or whatever. And I passed the mirror and I was like okay looking cute and my hair was like usually my hair is a mess when i wake up but like this time it was like tossed in like a cute way you know how in movies when like the couple hooks up for the first time and the girl's out of bed and she's like looking all fresh and cute it's like oh you just woke up if i were to wake up i will have shit in my eyes like usually like i know i know when i was dating someone i would like wake up a little bit early i'll brush my teeth put like make sure my face looks good and then i'll go back and be like oh, what like oh yeah i look like this in the morning you're this that time- girl I did that a, f- a few times. I couldn't keep up with it. Why? Yeah, worse hygiene than anyone I've known. So that was you doing the world a favor. You're like, if it's the both of us going on to this for at least one of us. At least I one of us. Home. I mean, mm-hmm. it didn't last long because I was first like, this is too much. But uh, like, at least I brushed my teeth, like whatever. Um. So, but I was looking cute. And I took some pictures of myself. I would not post them because I'm not comfortable posting thirst straps online. That's yeah, no, don't do that. Why would you? I'm not gonna do yeah. that. No, people do that though. But I like, mean, I, that's good for them, but also like, no, I wouldn't do, do your thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna no. But like, it was fun, and it just gave my little confidence up. And then, uh, like, because also too, I'm on this like health journey, and 
when you are naturally trying to lose weight or get healthy, like all the changes are, are incremental. They're not always huge. So I just noticed like my belly was like a little bit smaller. I was like, oh my God, like I see it. And like, it helps to like, when you see that, it helps you make better choices versus feel like, oh my God, this is never going to work. I'm just going to be blah, blah, blah. It's just, nothing's going to change. So it just made me feel better. And then I cooked lunch today, which I don't usually cook. I make some really good Kung Pao tofu. Mm. It was so good. Mm. Oh, I got to try it myself. Girl, I'll make it for you. It's so good. I, <laughs> I did it. I made it for my parents when they came back from their trip. I made them something and they were like, oh, you made us lunch. I don't really cook. I don't usually cook. So I felt good. So I felt productive today, but I still got to apply to jobs. I, I've i had like a creative flow. I'm like writing a story now. I'm working on a story idea. So I have to write today, find some time to write today before I pass out. Yeah. No, honestly, same. I feel like it's just time for me to update my resume. Um, It hit me that we graduated from college probably about 10 years ago almost. So to think that we've been in this sort of different sort of, well, at least for me, I've been in this education platform for so long. I'm just wondering what else is out there. So we'll we'll see mm-hmm. what happens. We'll see when mm-hmm. it's time to make the move. Um, but curious, since you were talking about feeling yourself, how was the um live podcast you went to last time? I know like you mentioned that you were kind of worried about, I don't know, sex scenes or whatever. How was okay. that? Okay, so yeah, I've freaked out and uh, of course me, I freaked out unnecessarily. I'm a I'm a frequent listener. So talk about normal stuff like blowjobs, like sex positions, whatever, like and this stuff that I'm used to hearing. So it wasn't like that uncomfortable. It was like really funny. And like also when I was there, some girls dressed kind of sexy. Some people just dressed normally. It was just like a normal podcast live event, except there was a BDSM performer, which 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 is funny because like once I started listening to sex podcasts, I realized and I started doing that. Like the first podcast I listened to about sex was Dan Savage's uh, Love Savage love. He was like, he's like a sex expert or sex advice person. And then when you do that, you realize, oh yeah, like people like to stigmatize sex, but sex is just, if you think of it like a hobby, like anything else, like there's some people who just think of sex like that. They like having sex, like extracurricular activity. So like, if you think of it like that, it's like, oh, like I'm just learning a skill in a way. It sounds funny, but it's true. You basically went to a TED talk. I went to a TED talk. (laughs) They had, okay. So it's funny. They had a dick sucking contest. So they had like a cucumber and people were sucking dick. And let me tell you, I was taking notes, mental notes. Oh. I, was like, <laughs> I was like, whoa. They had like a moaning, which I feel like most girls know how to fake moan because you've had to fake moan what times in your life, at least a couple of times in your life. But it was it was interesting. It was funny and the girls were fun. And I, yeah, it just also inspired me because like it'd be cool to make money from a podcast. I don't know if we'll make money from this podcast, but you never know. It just makes it fun, you know, think about the possibilities you can have with podcasting. Yeah, you heard that Zoom? Shit. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's good because I know you were a little nervous. Yeah. Um, but I do agree that I feel like our country has a lot of uh, negative mm-hmm. criticism or, yeah. tab- I, I don't know, it feels like sex talk is very much taboo. But then when you go to Europe or even like parts of Mexico, it's like no big deal. It's yeah, like no big deal. Yeah. Why are we weird like that? Christianity. But I mean, other countries have their own form of religion too that are, are pretty conservative. So like, uh, I feel like along with Christianity, I blame our government. Government, yeah. But like maybe maybe it's just our flavor of Christianity. You know, ours is like white Jesus, wonder bread, Jesus holding a gun type of Christianity. 
Oh my god. That's what some people believe. Some of these like right wing people, they think like Jesus was born in Minnesota. Not Minnesota, born in like I don't know. Minnesota. Texas. Wait a minute. Yeah. In, you know what? We were like um Precious Gemstones. Have you seen that show? Precious Gemstones? Is it, that's a show? And then HBO. It's about this like it's kind of a comedy, but it's this family basically that's okay. into those big ass like churches. I don't know where they're located, but it's, it's a oh. funny show. But um, there was a scene today where like the youngest son has all these buff guys who are Christian and he, they do like these performances, almost like WrestleMania for like <laughs> kids. And I'm like, this is stupid. And then Kevin was like, Kevin's like, I don't know if you know this, but it's based like, what I think they're making fun of an actual thing. I'm like, what do you mean? The whole buff thing where they do all these martial arts things and they're Christian and they sing to the power of Christ. It's a real thing. Like there's a group out there that's buff men who are Christian as fuck, who are performing almost like WWE and they praise God as they do this. And I'm like, <laughs> and all, and then all that to say, like there's a part also in the show that we just saw today where, um, these buff men were trying to get into like a battle. So like the battle was like, you have to carry the cross just like Jesus and make it across <laughs> this pathway. And then Kevin was like, we were both like, but Jesus didn't carry the cross by himself. He legit had help along the way. And I feel like a lot of Christians forget that. I feel like there's always, I don't know, like I feel like That's whenever deep. we're trying to make some sort of judgment call on someone. Wait, wait, like, no way. Did someone help way. him? Jeez, like they were trying to, but they wouldn't. He didn't have someone help him with the cross. Yes, he did. Google it. He had that one dude at the at the end helping him carry it. It's not like they both carried the big. Yes, he carried a good bulk of it, but he wasn't doing it all by himself. Like there mm-hmm. was a dude who had to step in and help him. Bitch, I took the station of the cross for like I don't know how many years because as Mexican, yeah, that happened. I clearly remember there were at least two fuckers next to him helping him. Dang. Oh, well, like like in the image. Girl, we're about to pull up the Bible verse at this point. I realize but, every time we end up talking about religion, should we call us the BBL? No, I think we're always just judging religion. But yeah, no, I agree with you. And like these Christians think that Jesus was all, you know, almighty and did things his way. Little do they know that Jesus was a people's man. And he needed the people to help him with shit. Okay. This okay. also reminds me of, of something that I saw recently. <laughs> But I'm trying to look up something for it before I say it. Simon was carrying Jesus's cross. Look at that. It, it is, is by DesiringGod.org. And is uh, is Simon a disciple? No. You know what? I don't know. He might be my uncle for all I know. Oh my God! Stop. <laughs> okay, this is what I'm going to say now. Like I said before, we're not experts. And if you're Hindu, I'm sorry if I'm, I messed this up, but I saw this shit and it was hilarious to me. Okay, so I have to talk about it. So uh, there's this um, Indian music video from, like, I guess, like the 50s from a movie. And like this woman, she's like in like a really white, I don't know if you call it a sari, but it's like it's, I, I learned recently actually that back in the day before the British Indian people, like women didn't wear blouses with the sari. It was just the cloth. But like this movie was made in the 50s, so. People wearing blouses back then, okay? But she's wearing like a kind of like a white sari, I guess that has like people wear white in religious settings, but I'm not sure. But it's it's sexual. You can kind of see her nipples through the 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 sari. She's looking kind of sexy. 
And then she's singing, she's singing a song and the song is a religious song about Shiva, which is a Hindu God. And she's, and there's a scene where she's washing a statue of Shiva, but she's singing kind of suggestively, just kind of like looking a little bit. And the statue she is, is she is washing is called a Shiva Lingam, which is like a representation of like Shiva, but it really represents of the phallus, if you know what I mean. So she is like singing a song about Shiva, basically God, and she's stroking the Shiva. She was like, she's washing God. it like, ah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm losing my mind. Are you kidding oh me? I'm looking God, at the comments. Blasphemy. I'm looking at the comments. People, people like, bless Shiva. Like all these are, I'm like, am I just, am I the broken one? Am I just gross? Am, am I the problem? Am I the problem? <laughs> like, or maybe I just, my mind is sex all the time. Maybe this isn't what's going on. But then there's another scene where she's like washing like the temple steps, the cloth. You can see her sorry's getting a little bit wet. So you can see like her, her, her nipple. And she's like washing it all suggestively. She's talking about God. I'm like, this is like, this is would be like me if I'm like stroking a cross in church. Like, this is crazy. God loves everyone, girl. <laughs> Let's just go there. But God loves funny, everyone. Because like, I know I've had conversations with relatives of mine where like Bollywood sometimes takes like a more sexy turn. And they're like, oh, look what's Bollywood coming to. Like all these girls are half naked. They're trying to be like Americans. Y'all were doing that in the 50s. Calm, Women have nipples. Women have nipples. Shocker. And, and I don't have a problem with being all sexy and being, but like in a temple, I might have a problem. Like if you start step right into temple, you know, yeah, like if you start twerking in church, like don't don't call it praise dancing if you're twerking. It's not. Oh, it's, it's not praise dancing. It's twerking. Okay. Well, what if that's back their way of Jesus, showing back Jesus, love? Back it up for Jesus. Back it up for Jesus. That shit would have been lit. Back it up for Jesus. Back it up for Jesus. I think, I think Jesus I just out like here. A, Beyonce, a Beyonce beat and went back it up for Jesus. Yeah. yeah that's actually kind um, of But yeah, so, no, Simon was apparently a real person. So there's that. And he was, quote, a foreigner, an African who served Jesus in his final hour, unquote. Look at that. A the black man recognize. helped Jesus. Exactly. A black man helped Jesus, this is y'all. Why. Mm. A black man helped Jesus. Okay. Mm. Don't co- come the, at The me, whites man. don't want to recognize the fact that Jesus got help. And that that person who helped them in his last and final hour was a black man. But okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's our two cents on Christianity on this episode. <laughs> no. Oh, I can say this. I think I was trying to get scammed earlier uh, to for like scammed by a job. Like I, I was, I applied on ZipRecruiter for a job just to like work at a restaurant. And they, the only option there was to use ZipRecruiter. And I think because my resume is on ZipRecruiter, I got a text from someone. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just tell it who it is because in case do it, if you do it, get, do it, do it, do it. put so, them out there. I'm gonna put it out there. Let the people so, know because I googled it and it just didn't seem right. And I'm just like, okay, I think this. I'm just gonna say this is a scam. So it's from Jen Diaz. Sent me a, a message. She says hi. Uh, Angelique, this is Lux Chicago. We had a chance to review your resume and believe that your past experience can match the skills that we we are currently looking for. We would like to interview an in-person interview for Monday. Please respond for more information. She sent this to me on a Friday for interview on Monday. I feel like that's like nice. That's kind of quick. Also not to give me any options. That's also weird. And then I found it. Hi, Jen. Can you tell me more about the role? I don't recall applying. And then she just texted me that day. Good afternoon. Our company name is Lux. We are a branding firm based in downtown Chicago. 
The position we are currently hiring for is our customer service coordinator role. We focus on customer engagement on behalf of the clients we work with. Is our location doable for you? Oh, and that part was today. She texted me today. Um, so Wait, what? what's their name? I'm about to Google them. I'm about to Google for Jen, Jen, Jen Diaz. I mean, I feel like Jen Diaz is a common name, so I don't know how you could find her. And I tried to find her on LinkedIn based on the company, and I couldn't find her. Yeah, it's kind of odd. That's kind of weird. Yeah. And I never got a text for a job, usually email. And even if it was a text, I probably would have also seen a LinkedIn message or like an email. Like, it's, it's really weird. Um, so that first part I mentioned, she texted me on Friday, but she just responded when I asked her about more about the role. She texted me today. And I just said, yes, the, the location is doable. And then she says, great. During the interview, the hiring manager will elaborate in detail and answer all your questions. Tomorrow we have 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. available. What time works best for you in person? And I said, tomorrow doesn't work for me. Do you have time on Tuesday or Wednesday? And, and I asked her, where did you buy my resume? And then she said, Tuesday, we have some some same timing. Does that work best? And then she said she got my message from ZipRecruiter. And then I just said, hey, um, can I see your, your company website? And she, she said the company name is, is Lux. And when How I do you looked, spell that? L-U-X-E. First of all, if you Google Lux, there's so many Lux companies in Chicago. Like, it's hard. Marketing? But, yeah, well, this one's called Lux Way. And look at the website. It looks very shady. If I go to the, it looks like someone, it just doesn't look professional. And, and if you look up our team, it just says our, our dedicated team. Um, what we I do, do know, I do know that people do look at your resume through ZipRecruiter and they do reach out to you. But I think it's kind of sus that they're reaching out to you with very little information. Yeah. And like, and then I Googled uh, Lux Way and then I said, and then there's a Reddit. It says, does it look like a, does it look like a scam? And then um, someone said, I had three companies like this reach out to me about a job I didn't apply to. Here's the website for one of, for one of them. Luxway, the one I got. Mm. They seem so desperate because I feel like most recruiters won't move on to the next candidate since I don't answer. But they text, emailed, and called me about the position. It's really annoying when I'm trying to find a legit job. Mm. And um, so someone commented, okay, so this is crazy. I actually went to the interview here in Journal Square today, which I think they have a location in New Jersey and Chicago. So maybe this is a... I never heard of Journey Square, so... Girl, but you already you already clicked on the link though. Like, if it's a scam, they probably already got your info because you clicked on the link they gave you. I didn't click on a. It was a, the company website. It wasn't like a. It's a legit. Oh, web, it's legit. a website. Yeah. Okay. Website. Don't, don't click on any links. Yeah. Yeah. The, the people who interviewed me had different names than what the HR person said they would have. Mm. There, Mm-mm. there were about five to seven other people besides me also interviewing. This the role was particularly weird and vague. What they said the role was particularly weird and, and vague. Um, I was for 11 to 7, and it was a training program for you to learn how to do their style of advertising, their style of advertising at live events. Um, and then they just said, um, they do require you to put your address and education slash work experience on a, on a form they give you when you get there, like a doctor's. Like the doctor's oh, office. that's weird. That's weird. So everyone, no one is sure if it's a scam or not, but everyone is like, this is weird. So I'm just going to say it's a scam. Oh, I found it. This looks sus. This looks so sus. I also don't trust companies who have like rainbow font just because it's Pride Month. Like, what have you done beforehand? What have you done for Pride lately? Ooh, yeah. Okay. What I did there? What have you done for Pride lately? Um, 
Well, are you going to go then? You're not going to go to the interview? No, I'm not. I already texted and said, uh, actually, this is not what I want. This is, I want like, to go in a different direction. Yeah, that's right. You better tell even, them. And even saw, I saw at the bottom, I said uh, copyright like 2022. Mm, I saw so, that. So that means it must be a younger company. Even if they are legit, I don't, I, I'm not at the place in my career where I want to help someone beginning that way. Like I, I need some more structure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even think they have any reviews from clients on Like, yeah, they have no, like if there's no, no proof at all that they exist. Someone's like, why does this look like a scam on Reddit? Is that the one you were referring yeah, to? Yeah. 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 They're also under the scam companies in Chicago do not apply. They are yeah. under that? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So I'm glad you have good gut instincts. Yeah. Uh, no, because that also happened to me like when COVID started, I, I got like a lot of job um, emails for jobs in this one freaking building. It was the same building on Jackson. There was mm-hmm. different companies in there, but it was just a scam. And I'm like, now just Google up like this is the exact address. I know this is a scam. So mm-hmm. I just know which sucks. And like what's great about having unemployment now is that now I feel like I can be a little bit more picky. I was getting a little bit desperate. Probably if I didn't apply and saw that text, I probably would have yeah. I might have not listened to my gut and gone just because like I'm yeah. like I need a freaking job. That's scary. I mean, um, there's another Reddit post here that actually has a list of companies in Chicago to look out for. Oh, I think oh read one it. Of them. Read it off. Um, they have here Aaron Amp, Atlas, Chicago Connect, Blank Space Branding, Prestige International Chicago, Chicago Marketing Inc., Sunwire Group, Law Chicago, BNG Advertising, Seven Cities, Plum Tree Group. Sounds like most of these are marketing. Yeah. I think because this, you can say, you can see something very general about marketing. Like, yeah. You know, so I think that's why they, they're saying that. And I think also, I think Chicago Connect was the company that tried to scam me before. But now, um, but now I'm wondering how ZipRecruiter works because she got my applic- my resume from ZipRecruiter. So how mm-hmm. is ZipRecruiter protecting people from getting scammed? Like, it probably isn't. And that's where you sign those like fine print items. Um, I saw here um, too that it says PSA. I'm learning the hard way. Don't apply to jobs that are quote, easy apply, quote, directly through LinkedIn. Oh, I did that like once or twice. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. Always go to the website, find the posting and apply there. What happens if you do easy apply? I mean, honestly, I think I've had good experiences doing that. Some companies that are just... That's like legit. easier for them to do their scams. Yeah, and I think also sometimes... I think some companies don't feel like training people. They just want simple. Do you have the experience? So with that an easy sense. apply, it's like, how many years do you have it? You can't explain anything. You just do like one, zero, three, whatever resume and that's it because I, I i've actually applied to companies got interviews from easy apply and they were legit companies yeah that's mm-hmm. fucking scary that's yeah. crazy yeah Damn. and you know i don't think it would have been like dangerous but i do think it's more of like they were just taking taking it would have probably haven't been paid well or just taking advantage of your time and just like exactly yeah. i think it just comes down to you not getting paid well because i think i've heard people especially young people mm-hmm. applying to like startup companies and then they don't get paid for weeks and they like the companies create excuses about how their pay system's different where they're gonna pay them three weeks in rather than bi-weekly but in reality it's just that the company doesn't have any fucking money because these are young people 
they don't feel comfortable enough calling them out. Um, and companies like this also don't have HR like that. So it's a little scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then that's crazy. I also worked in recruiting, which some companies recruiting in HR are the same thing or they're under the same umbrella. And I've never seen an HR person send a text message. And this person was HR. Jen Diaz is HR texting me about a job. They're desperate. <laughs> yeah. And also someone said to like, oh, like they just. And then also they said, once you start asking questions, they, they will back off. And I noticed, like I said, I'm not interested. If you were like a legit person, you would be like, oh, why you're not interested? Like what happened? We think your resume is blah, 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 blah. They just, she didn't, she didn't reply. So. Hmm. And also. That's crazy. Actually, I can add this since I worked in recruiting. Um, usually recruiters give you the option to choose times as well. Like, or there's, they will actually be like a, like yeah, an actual right. link. They don't oh. tell you, you have to come in this thing. Yeah. There will be a link to, uh, because they want to streamline everything because it can get chaotic. So there will be a link to like a calendar, a work day, greenhouse, something. It wouldn't just be a text message. But then I don't trust those links either, though. No, but calendar, greenhouse, work day, they're legit talent acquisition, like applicant, applicant tracking, tracking system websites. That's like what, what we use to... Like put job breaks, post job breaks, schedule interviews. So those are legit things. Got it. You know, I once had a place reach out to me and they're like, oh, we're interested in giving you an interview. Please sign up. Tell me why they only had one day available and one specific time available through Calendly. And they're legit. And they sent me this the day before that one space was open. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at their Calendly to see if they have anything available for any months after that or weeks after that nothing and i'm just like if yeah, you really yeah. want or need candidates be fucking open to being flexible like yeah. your organization's legit it's like a charter school in the city but they've always been shady in their own way i don't know mm-hmm. and then like on the recruiting side of things candidates like are kind of like customers you know like you're trying to they're trying to see if you fit but they're also trying to sell you the company sell you to the company as well so they yeah. have put their best foot forward as well and if they're not like this woman just sent me a text going HR Jen. Like, what's your email? I don't even see like a like a signature thingy thing. Like, what is your role, bitch? Like, no, what, what the fuck? It? So if Jen Diaz texts you from Lux Marketing, tell her to get the fuck out. A Luxway Chicago is a hoax. It's a hoax. Stupid. Okay, so I feel a little bit guilty. I I want to just uh go back a bit because I mentioned Shiva Lingam and I think I might have gotten it wrong. But one thing for sure though is if you if you are stroking a phallic-like object, you are going, it is suggestive. Okay. Wait, let me why are we girl, that conversation was 30 minutes ago. I, is it really is it really eating at your conscience? No, I feel bad because I, I accidentally looked at the Wikipedia page I looked up and I think I was okay. wrong what it Listeners, means. y'all can Wikipedia it. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. And, there is there is a conversation about whether or not it is like a, so just a, pe- a penis or or just it represents the masculine and the feminine together. I, mean, I know it's like a deeper spiritual thing. I'm not saying they just have Shiva's penis in a temple, but I'm just saying <laughs> if a woman is stroking a penis like object in a temple, it is suggestive and weird. I mean, I would anticipate it being suggestive too and weird. So yeah. But I felt weird at first because I was like, why is no one saying anything? But someone mentioned something in the comments. I was like, okay, good. I'm not I'm not the only crazy person. And then I'm my mom and my dad. They're like, oh, yeah, this is weird. 
Yeah, that's wild. You said this was made in the 50s, 60s? In the 50s. When apparently, whoa, whoa that's like out there for that it, time frame. It did the, I'm like, y'all, see, leave us alone. Y'all were freaks back then, too. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yo, I learned a lot about, about being a freak. Here's what I got to say. Wait, no, not like that. Um, I feel like people who are Gen Xers, I think that's what they're called, or boomers are low-key into freaky shit. And they're the reason why, like, I didn't know that upside down pineapples meant that, or if a house has a pineapple, it's because they're swingers. Same with white pebbles outside their home. I didn't know that. Wait a second. My mind is white pebbles. Why white? That's what I was told. And guess who told me this? People who are definitely above 45 years of age. And they seem like the kind of people who are like, don't speak about. No, I saw saw a statistic that says that millennials are having less sex than any other generation. You know why? Because kids are expensive. Let's be real. We can't even fuck. Anxiety kills no, the mood. I, I don't think that's what it is. I just, I oh. think what it is, I don't think that's it. Cause like people are having, people know now you can have sex for pleasure right? and it's not always going to result to kids. That's true. Some people fucking don't care. They will risk it all and leave. They'll lose our, get that head, get that bread, then leave. Peace out. I love that song. Melin. <laughs> but I think what it is, cause like back then it was like taboo. So you had to hide to have sex. Like you had to put a lot of effort to have sex. Like now everyone is casual dating, is no one, it's not like a, it's not like a shame thing. We're just like, no, and no one cares. So I feel like. So they're being less caring is the reason why people have less sex now, you think? I, Millennials specifically? I think because we have more options and we have less stigma. Well, I think we're more aware of things that maybe like it, it like gets into our heads. So we, we don't do it as much versus back then it's like, oh, I got to hide this and I'm being a whore or whatever. No, you know? I don't think it's that. Well, that's I really, that's I really I think. don't think it's that. Well, that's I what think, I think. Millennials have but also the internet, like, like, uh, yeah. I think it's because let's be real, like, sex toys are much more popular now than people. Oh my god, look at that! What he's looking up? Sex millennials toys? are burnt out for bedroom antics. I was right. Who would have thought? You didn't say that. They're burnt, they're burnt out, or like stressed out to have sex. Stress to stress to have sex. Mm-hmm. That could be it. But sex is a stress reliever, though. So I don't, I don't see how that's a reason. Millennials are also living at home with their parents until much later than the generation before them, so they don't have the same that's, autonomy. That, that's true. They have limited income and they're working long, longer hours, often in high stress job, just to cover expenses and debt. With studies suggesting that high levels of self-reported stress tends to be linked to lower levels of sexual activity. Hmm. Okay. For some, the choice of not getting married is an empowering one. So not only are they having less sex, but they're also getting less married. Wow. Look at that. Wow. That's interesting. Also, let's be real. I feel like millennials now are really having more... Wow, sorry. I just went into this rabbit hole. This is why we don't do research on our topics beforehand. Because, like, apparently millennials are spending more time 
scrolling through social media than we are having sex. Yeah. And then probably we're out less, like we're not making less connections with people. Can you send me that article? Can you like send it to me? We have three. There's three of them. Can you send me the one you were reading? The first one? Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's interesting. Yeah, when I found out about the statistic, I was like, that's wild. Cause like, you know, good I, for them. Good for millennials. Good for us. Cause you know what? I guess Planned Parenthood is a shit show right now, thanks to our government. Everyone's to govern our bodies. Sex toys are available. I really think that sex toys should be covered by FSA uh cards. I would love that. That would be amazing. It should um, be treated, it should be treated like but I don't know. Like nothing, nothing can replace like a human, like human touch. I mean, orgasms are great, but you also, it helps to have an orgasm plus like a hand. <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> like human flesh. Human. You are the human with the human touch, Angie. No, but At like. At the end of the day. What are you, <laughs> where are we going? You don't need anybody else. I'm just, I'm talking about purely the sex part of it to have good sex. Like sex toys can only do so much. You need. You need a partner to have sex as well. You do. Okay. No, here's my two cents. I disagree with that. This is from the married person. No, 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 no. So no. you I don't understand. No, 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 it's not even that. I think it's the way it's being framed because it almost sounds like you're too dependent on someone else to have that satisfaction when that shouldn't be the case. And I know that's not what that, you're getting at. That is not what, what I'm saying. That's not what you're saying, but that's what it's sounding like. But here's what I'm saying. Well, that's, well just to be clear, that's not what I... I think that what sex toys do is that they add an extra layer of intimacy when you're with somebody else versus when you're by yourself, which is real. Like it adds more to it, but it doesn't mean that you should be dependent on another person to utilize those sex toys to feel like you should have the same sort of outcome. Mm. That's my two cents. Yeah. And I'm pro let the listeners either disagree or agree. Yeah. And no, like, and I'm pro sex toys. Nothing's wrong with the sex toys, but I feel like if you use them all, like it's like, there's nothing wrong with using them, but I just feel like there's nothing can replace like having sex with the having sex with a human. And that's no, all I'm saying. That. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, wait. Yeah, I'm just saying that. Okay. Um, what else can we talk? Where else can we go with this? I don't know. Apparently, pants <laughs> give you a magical touch. <laughs> Um, I don't know. What are you? What are your? Um, what are your plans for like the rest of the week? And we can end on that because I know like this is a short episode, but um, because you said so. Look, ma'am is tired. Mrs. Tired. But I'm anyway. listening to my body. I want to uh-huh. listen to my body, and I'm listening to my body. Okay. I also have to be in person tomorrow. In sure. The office. Sure. That sucks. And what time is I it? Have no ventra money. Uh-huh. I need to fucking walk, and so yeah. I'm fucking pissed about that. So oh, no. if any of my coworkers are listening to this, just know a bitch is dying inside. A bitch is dying. Um, I have no other. Pl- Do I have plans this week? Oh, so my mom, like you know, you, you and Kev are invited. Um, Fourth of July party. Um, that'll be fun. So I think I'll probably help my mom plan some stuff with that. Um, my life is now applying for jobs. Trying to wake up before. Trying to wake up before eleven. Um, that's like my life now. And yeah, but I've nice. been feeling a lot better. I was feeling meh, like meh, like waking up, like, oh, waking up. No, like not looking forward to the day. Now I'm like looking forward to the day more. 
That's good. Like I'm glad. life, you know. I can't believe I'm turning 31 in two months and I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do for my birthday. And I don't know what to do. Not even two months, girl. It's in a month. No, my birthday is in August. It's not in a month. I know. August, I know. Literally next week is July. Oh, oh well, yeah. Well, so in a month. Okay, well, almost in a month. Let's count all the days, okay? You can do that. I'm too tired. Um. <laughs> Just ask Google how many just, days Just hint, um, when you start a podcast, make sure you have at least one person that's really energetic. Because when both of y'all are tired, this shit is, is rough. It's gonna <laughs> hit a wall, and the wall is getting hit right now. Oh, oh wait. Okay, so have you heard of The Idol? I know you've heard uh, of Why are you like the seventh person to bring it up? <laughs> here's, here's what I'm going to say. I know very basic things about it. I don't like it based on what I've seen. I think that Sam Levingston, whoever the fuck wrote it, is a weirdo. piece of shit. It's He's weird. I think the best way that I can describe his sort of technique here is that he really wants to come off as an artist based on his writing style, but he's just trying to hide the sadistic mind that he has. Because what kind of person decides to have this fucking male fantasy um, of high schoolers getting high in high school and like fucking each other nonstop. Like if you really wanted yeah. to go about it that way, do it in fucking college when kids were yes. over the age of 18, if yeah. not even I, 20. I could not Disgusting. watch. Yeah, I could not watch Euphoria. I know they're adults playing teenagers, but I no. still, it's really uncomfortable to picture. Like I, it was too much. And then this one, of course, they're adults in the idol, but it's just very uncomfortable. And like a lot of people like to hide behind satire which I don't even know if people know what satire means. I really don't know what it means. Actually, like, let's look up what satire means for us. It's like, like making a social commentary through a sort of like either film or piece of some sort. I mean, I know, I know what that, like, but like mocking the, something, but I don't like it. I personally okay. do not like. So what he this is what it means: the use of humor, irony, exaggeration, ridicule to expose and criticize people's stupidity or vices, particularly in the context of the contemporary politics and other topical issues. Now, like, what's they, the issue here? So the weekend here is like. Weekend and Sam Levison, whatever, trying to satire, I guess, celebrity, whatever, culture and how to treat pop stars, whatever. But what happens is the show is just doing the same shit they're criticizing. Like, I don't, I know Lily, probably Lily Rose Depp was like, I don't mind showing off my nipples on screen, whatever. Do you, do you boo? But just the way they kind of magnify around her and how she's exposed, it's just gross. And like, me, I would say me and Jess are very sex positive people. Like if sex isn't a bad thing, you know, but it ha- if you're going to put it in film, it has to mean something. It was just gratuitous sex for no reason. It's, it's disturbing. And also like when you do like BDS, BDSM stuff, it doesn't seem, um, and you're tr- like, if you have bad people doing BDSM, it's also kind of making fun of the BDSM community. Like, like to always combine trauma and BDSM is kind of messed up so that's another thing but i watched two episodes of it and i couldn't watch anymore because i was like i was like I second five minutes and i was done five was minutes disgusting. okay yeah i couldn't so i wouldn't recommend watching it if you want to just join the hype of people making fun of it just go on tiktok watch your favorite youtuber commenting on it but don't continue to watch it, it is it is insane the weekend boohoo bleh <laughs> a horrible actor he's like any other artist that thinks that they can be an actor when they when they act they suck ass like just stick to what you know beyonce did the same and just act in a music video he 
please don't. Such a it was horrible. I just, I no, not a fan. I just think it's kind of weird and gross. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the shit he does is weird and gross. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not watching that. But what I am watching is still The Office. So, oh, oh, I, and I watched The Bear, the second season of The Bear. I, is it good? It's I love that show. It's so good. I'm in episode three now, so no spoilers. Uh, of season one or season two? Season two. Okay, so you finished season one? No, I'm done with season one. I'm on the third episode okay. of season two. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I love it. Um, people have been shipping S- Sydney and and Carmi. Which, I can't see that. I I okay. Oh wait, I don't want to spoil it for you, but. Yeah. I, I don't think, from what I know, they're not trying to make them a couple. But there's one scene where I was like, oh, I kind of see the chemistry. And now I kind of wanted them to be a couple. No, because what I see, just based on the first two episodes that I've seen so far, I feel like there's a lot of admiration that she has for him. And she kind of wants to embody the sort of passion that he had for mm. all that culinary stuff. So I don't think it's more like, well, at first it was like, maybe they want to do, like, she wants to be something with him, but then it's, it seemed more like admiration for me, but who knows? We're, we're going to see over time. Mm-hmm, yeah, over time. But I'm uh, like, we're going to see. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have for us today. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, y'all. Yes. Again, um, if you want to donate something, ask for our Venmos via the BBL. <laughs> oh, oh my God. So, whoa. Oh, should we make a Venmo? I never. <laughs> For BBL? Yeah. Sure. Oh, that feels kind of weird. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> good luck with your weeks ahead of y'all. We'll see y'all in a few. Okay. You um, are you are beautiful. You are amazing. You are smart. You're intelligent. You don't need a BBL. Um, the only BBL you need is to listen to Brown Broken Laughing, okay? <laughs> that is true. That is true. <laughs> okay. Have a good week, y'all. Bye. Hey, y'all. It's Angie. Do not go yet. I have some things I want to tell you. Now, first, follow us on Spotify. This makes it easier for you. So whenever an episode drops, you will get a notification. You can also follow us on Instagram at brown underscore broke underscore laughing. That's brown underscore broke underscore laughing. We post when new episodes come out. Also, you can see some behind the scenes stuff. Just be in the note of what me and Jess are up to and what we're doing with the show. But this is also where we'll let you know when episodes are going to drop. So you can expect something bi-weekly, but make sure to check in on our Instagram for further details. You can also email us at brownbrokelaughing at gmail.com. That's brownbrokelaughing at gmail.com. If you want to be a guest on our show, we had such a great time with Megan that we realized we need to do this more often. We need to have guests. So please, if you're interested, let us know. But thank you for listening and have a great day. Can't wait to hear from y'all. Bye.